everybody, and thank you for joining the Fine Delicate Media Podcast. This is episode five. Thank you all so much for joining me. I feel like it's been a bit of a roller coaster with all the different subjects that I've gone over since the very first one, but I wanted to thank you all for just kind of playing along and going with it <laughs> and also providing all the support that I've received so far. It really truly means a lot. Um, the, the biggest thing I was nervous about with this podcast was not only feeling like I'm just going to sound like a complete and blubbering idiot, <laughs> but also just kind of figuring out, well, what am I going to talk about? I feel like all the different podcasts I listen to, they all have a sort of a niche of sorts. And then there's only really a few personal podcasters that I listen to that just kind of talk about anything and everything. They say it like it is. It's unfiltered. I love it. I'm still kind of figuring out what I want to do with this. And I think a lot of it stems from just I've been so busy and perhaps this was maybe a bit much for me to take on, but I was in a bit of a I was in a bit of a creative funk when I actually first started this a um, couple months ago. So, and that's really crazy to say because the first episode aired in like December and we're now in March and that's weird to me. Like, what's happening to 2020? It's just escaping us. So anyway, without rambling a bunch, <laughs> um... So all in all, I just kind of, I'm kind of just putting feelers out. I'm going with the flow. I'm working with the things that pop up into my head and I'm, I'm rolling with it and I'm hoping that it sounds good <laughs> and I'm hoping it makes sense. I'm hoping that, uh, I think the biggest goal that I have with this podcast is I really want to try to not just talk about personal things. So it's kind of like a, a soundboard of sorts, but I also want to talk about things that I know are affecting other people, not just myself, in hopes that if I find something during my research that I want to share, it might help someone else, you know, so it's not just about me, it's about everybody else in the community that I'm living in, and I know so many wonderful people that I have met actually from online that are amazing support systems for me that I just I want to give back and so that's kind of the underlying goal of this podcast now I have to vent about myself for a moment I was listening to my past episodes and uh, I don't know if it's a nervous tick or what, but I apparently say the word definitely a lot. I mean, a lot. I stopped counting after 30 times saying it, and that was just in the, uh, between the first and epi uh, second episode. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's a bit much. So, in so doing, that uh, that kind of occurred to me that I might need to work on the words that I use and maybe slow down a bit and uh, choose my words more wisely. So, so here we go. I'm gonna, 
I'm going to see how this works and hope I don't sound like a complete idiot. I don't want to sound really slow and boring. I don't. Is It's like NPR or something like that. My stepdad would listen to it often, like years ago. And we're talking like he would listen to this on road trips. You know, when you're supposed to listen to music. I'm thinking, okay, well, if we're going to listen to something slower, maybe put on some, you know, Sade or some, you know, Kenny G saxophone, you know, something. But no, it's NPR. So I don't want to sound like that. That's my goal. I want to sound like me and not some really sad and very quiet and very just sad person just so sad anyway i'm not a sad person i've been sad but i'm not sad currently i'm happy i think (laughs) anyway enough rambling so episode today i have a few things in store the biggest topic of today's episode i actually wanted to go over why it's so important that we relax and we rest, we get sleep, we refresh ourselves. Biggest reason I wanted to talk about this is because I've been actually trying to actively put into work um, some tips and tricks that I was learning um, from therapy and also just from doing some research and kind of honestly just figuring out as I've gone along. And I've really put together some great things that worked for me. Now, I am no medical professional. So what is working for me may not necessarily work the same way for everyone else. But as I said earlier, hopefully anything I say here can at least help someone. Even if you don't do it exactly the same way that I do it, put a little tweak on it, personalize it. But the underlying bottom line issue is that people are not getting enough rest. They're not relaxing their mind enough. Everybody's just in a tiff. Everyone's a big stress ball nowadays. There are some that are doing fine. Absolutely. I'm not going to discredit them. But more times than not, I'm hearing a lot of people speaking up about how stressed they are, things going on in their life, and they feel like they have no control. I felt like that even just a couple months ago when I was dealing with all the divorce stuff that I was going through. It was very, very stressful. So I understand those feelings of just, where is my life going? Why is nothing going the way that I thought it was? Why do I feel so out of control of my own life? Now, some of it, it's sad to say, but it can be true. Some of it can be self-inflicted. Without even realizing it, we can make decisions that eventually come to fruition that that was a bad idea. Um, I mean, it could be something that you uh, diet, you decide to try, and it's no good for your body. Sometimes you don't know until you try it. Others can honestly be because of not spending wisely. Financial issues, um, in fact... One of the biggest things that I was reading, one of the biggest stresses or reasons that people are stressing is due to poor finances, whether it's just that they have so many bills, so many expenses that they barely have any surplus or they're just barely breaking even, that's stressful. 
And then on top of it, um, health issues can absolutely bring on stress, whether it's your own personal health issues or perhaps health issues of a loved one that you're caring for or you're with. Um, So that can be a big stress point on people's lives. Not only that, just in the creative world, that's really what stemmed this episode. Uh, I talk to a lot of creatives. I follow a lot of creatives on Facebook and Instagram. I love just getting their support and supporting them when I can, making sure that they know I'm there for them and vice versa. And it's such a great, beautiful community that Sacramento has. And I'm so happy that I pushed myself to get out there because honestly, it really helped get me past a lot of the stresses that I was dealing with more recently. They're still there. They're just new ones. (laughs) Stress doesn't necessarily go away, but I I think what the biggest goal of today's topic is I want to go over what we can do to either prevent stress turning into anxiety And then also ways to deal with it when we do have it. Unfortunately, I do have high anxiety. I don't take medication for it, though I have been told by my doctor that I should highly consider it. I just personally, I don't want it. It's not that I don't believe that it's going to work. I know plenty of people that it does work for. It does great things for them. It helps them function. It helps them do things that normally they couldn't without it. But I just personally don't want to take a pill. I hate pills as it is. I don't even like taking Tylenol or Excedrin when I get a migraine. I try to just tough it out until a point where it's like I'm breaking and I I have to take something. I just, I really don't like taking pills, which is not necessarily a good thing because on a side note, pills can be good for you in the sense of vitamins and minerals, essential oils you can get, um, pill form. There's so many good things that come in pill form, (laughs) but I don't take them because I don't like pills. So it, it is something I know I have to kind of work on and work past. In the meantime, basically what I've started doing is just implementing other ways that are natural. I'm not having to take a pill or anything like that. What are ways that I can rest my mind, rest my body. And I think it's very essential, especially for people like in my position that are trying to start their own businesses. And eventually their goal is to have it. That's their standalone source of income. And where I'm at with my current full-time work, it keeps me very busy and it can also be very stressful. And it's not stressful because the work is extremely hard. I actually love doing what I do. I'm, my official title is website development coordinator. Basically, that means that I'm working on people or or working with people to put together an initial build out of their website. I kind of help them personalize, put in all the stuff that they want. Some of it does require custom coding here and there if necessary, um, but for the most part, it's a it's a pretty typical website build-out process for anyone that might have done it before. I love it. What can be stressful is the clients themselves. Um, just the type of people that they can be at times can be very difficult to work with. Some are extremely needy, 
Others are extremely unreasonable. Um, a big thing, and it's it's hard for me, is when people get very emotional in the sense of they, instead of stopping and listening and trying to understand what I'm telling them, they just immediately react because maybe they don't like something that they hear. They're disruptive, they're interruptive, they're rude. This isn't every single client, so don't get me wrong. I have plenty of amazing clients who are warm, they're kind, they're sweet, but it's 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 more times than not clients that aren't always on the same page with us. It's it's a struggle, it's a battle, it's like a tug of war of who has more control and who's going to do what and who said this and who said that. And it can be a very emotionally stressful experience in your day, especially if there are days where that is every single client that you're on the phone with or dealing with via email it can break you down. It can really, really break your spirit down and your soul down. Thankfully, I haven't had too many clients that were just verbally abusive. I've dealt with a few, but not not where it was like personal. However, it still is an emotional toll on me. Um, I don't want to say like I'm an empath, but I do have a tendency of absorbing the emotions around me and one of two things will happen either I go on the opposite end of them so if they're extremely emotional I get very distant and computerized where I just have very robotic responses I'm just a solution person you know find the solution get it fixed let's move on stop it (laughs) or I absorb it all I take it all in and then I just I kind of like cry it out after, which is not necessarily a healthy thing. So that's something else I have to work on in the long list of things that are wrong with stab. So I'm sure we all have them. That was kind of a bit of event, a little bit of a rant. So I apologize, but it's all leading up to the reasons why I needed to go to therapy. I mean, other than, you know, the divorce and so many other things that I've gone through in my life and experienced, it was necessary. It was a good thing. And it's, it's, it's been amazing. It's actually not been in person, but online, which is even more convenient because I can honestly reach out anytime and wait for a response. And it's been a great support system that I wasn't against necessarily, but I wasn't exactly 100% on board for. But I want to be a person that pushes myself to go outside of my comfort zone, especially if there's a possibility that it's going to benefit me rather get out of my comfort zone and push myself to do something I'm not comfortable with than find out that because I was basically chickened out and didn't take that step, now I'm even worse, even though that was a viable option. And maybe now it's off the plate. So I just, I really wanted to push myself on this one. And I'm really glad I did because I've, I've learned a lot. And so with all of that said, couple of things that I wanted to cover is the reasons why we need to focus on getting rest. Because the number one thing 
Um, and this was actually, I found an amazing article called psychologytoday.com. Um, so it's an online psychology article, uh, magazine, I should say. And uh, basically, they just publish a lot of different articles about, um, you know, things like the, the subject of rest, the subjects of um, stress and anxiety, other medical, um, you know, physical or emotional medical um, uh, news and things like that related articles. Really great information. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, and one of them actually pinpointed exactly what I wanted to talk about, um, specifically why it's so important for people to get rest. And for, I thought it was really great for creatives just because there are a few creatives that I follow that, you know, do get overwhelmed when they're trying to transition from full-time job to, you know, their photography job or their social media guru job, marketing job, whatever the case may be, something in the creative world. It's very difficult trying to balance a full-time job while also trying to build up a job that you want to turn into a full-time job. There's give, there's give and take, and it's also in sorts kind of like a, a battle of tug of war. What, where do you stop putting your energy into one and then dumping it into the other without also, you know, setting yourself up for a bad outlook from your boss at your current job? It's, it's, it's just, it's a bit of a struggle finding that balance. And so that's what I was struggling with. And I was getting really stressed because when I wasn't at my full-time job, I was doing photography. If I wasn't taking someone's pictures, I was online trying to get the marketing going and reaching out to people and asking questions and learning and learning and testing and building a website, building a following, just anything and everything I could think of. And I wasn't giving myself a proper break. And it was breaking me down emotionally to a point where I, I hit a funk. I, I hit a creative funk. And I really had no idea how to pull myself out of it. I reached out to a few people and they were such an amazing support system for me. But I knew there was still more that I needed to do. And so it pushed me to reach out to the therapist. And it also pushed me to do some just research. You know, what do others say? What have others in my shoes found to work for them that I can try? And so one of the things, and I actually found this to be very true, is that rest doesn't have to actually mean you're falling asleep. It doesn't mean that you're taking a power nap, which technically is a suggestion, but rest doesn't necessarily mean closing your eyes and falling asleep for a period of time. It could mean getting outdoors, like go for a walk. I've started doing that at work. I want to get healthier and I want to be more active and I want to be more fit. So it's kind of a double a double-sided coin for me in the aspect of not only do I get outside and I get to clear my mind, I get to separate myself from work, but I also get to get a little exercise in, even if it's just a power walk. Sometimes I'll do it for my full hour lunch. Sometimes I'll just do half of it so I can eat. It really just depends how I'm feeling that day, but it's actually been really working out for me. Um, just getting a walk-in. Even if I can't do it on my lunch for some reason, I'll do it on one of my 15-minute breaks. And it honestly makes the world of a difference. 
And even if you don't go for a long walk, just getting outside and getting fresh air can really help rejuvenate the brain. Being indoors like I am all day and for many others that I know that have jobs indoors in an office, it's not actually good for us. We weren't actually built to be indoors all the time. And scientific studies have actually proven that people that get to be outdoors more often um, or are exposed to the outside elements more often for work or just the ability to step away more often are found to be happier. Those that are stuck indoors all day and barely get to escape from that and, and get outside for fresh air tend to be unhappy, tend to be more stressed, more anxious, and also tend to have uh, or develop more health issues. So that really woke me up because I was like, I'm 31 and I'm already feeling just icky. I, I already deal with migraines. I already deal with anxiety and stress, which I know can also affect me mentally, which can also affect me physically. I don't want to add to it by not getting my butt out of my chair and going for a walk and just getting outside. So that's a big one for me. And, and I think it would be a big one for everyone else. In fact, I kind of want to do a challenge. I I don't remember what page I saw it, but a few people have been kind of doing a personal challenge where they're going out to different hiking trails in the Sacramento area or um, uh, one, one girl in particular, she just kind of goes all over. So she's, she's done Yosemite, she's done Tahoe, she's gone up to Mount Shasta and a few other places. So she's actually been able to get a bit of travel, which is fantastic. I'd love to do that when things hopefully calm down for me sooner. That's my goal is I've got a few trails that I've already set up a list of where I'm going to go first, second, and so forth. Um, But doing something like that can be very beneficial because it gets you out. It gets you exploring. There's, uh, There's an app called All Trails and it's fantastic because it will show you all the local trails around you, but you can also pinpoint another area and then it will also give you the level of difficulty so it starts out with easy then there's medium and so forth so at least it prepares you ahead of time what to expect and how long it is so definitely download that um, app and I just said definitely hopefully that was the first time because I have not been tracking (laughs) Um, but the app is called all trails and that's actually one word now besides that Another suggestion that I actually really appreciated, I mentioned it, actually, I did not mention it now that I think about it, but one of the big things that has actually helped me as well is taking three deep breaths. Now, if anyone's ever done yoga or deep meditation, you know that works. It's fantastic. And all it is is three deep breaths. It sounds so simple, but it is so very effective. I can't tell you how many times I have gotten to a point of about to blow it up (laughs) on someone, just about to blow my top off. And then I took three deep breaths and I was okay. 
Now for anyone who hasn't done this trick yet, probably laughing inside a little bit. I kind of did at first when I heard that recommendation, but after trying it, I really found it to just be such an easy, simple process. The thing is you really have to center yourself and, and really push yourself to that point to actually take those three deep breaths because the, the thing is when you get very stressed or in certain cases where you might get angry and need to take those three deep breaths, sometimes your instant thought isn't, I need to stop, I need to breathe, I need to calm down. Usually you want to just smack someone or kick them or whatever <laughs> and that's not the best thing to do. So that's where the three deep breaths really come into play. Another really great thing too that does help, though I personally haven't been doing this, is the um, cat naps or power naps. They are effective. Back in the day, I did used to do that a lot when I was working a couple of jobs at the same time. And I did find that it was a great way to just get a little shut eye without taking too much time away from other important tasks. Now, being older, it doesn't work as much for me. I don't know if it's just maybe I'm doing it the wrong way or it just so happens that I don't really have the kind of lifestyle that allows an effective power nap. For me, it ends up just turning into a really long, really long nap. Um, I'd almost say it was sleep <laughs> and not so much of a nap. Um, so I usually tend to just not do the power nap or cat nap. However, I have been told by friends that also deal with anxiety that it is a very effective thing for them to just kind of give themselves a little shut eye. They set an alarm in their phone and it works. It wakes them up when they need to wake up and then they're good to go. They're all set. Now, Again, the whole reason I wanted to talk about this subject is I know so many people, myself included, that just they work, they work, they work, and they don't necessarily always give themselves the correct amount of reset, relax, unwind, unloose, you know, and just give their mind a good break. And again, the whole point isn't necessarily just shutting your eyes and that's your rest. Your rest can come in many forms. It can come even in the form of entertainment. What movies you watch, what music you listen to, what books you read, podcasts you listen to. I mean, there can be so many different ways of resting that don't actually require shutting your eyes and falling asleep. My personal favorite, I think out of all of the items that I listed, I think my personal favorites would have to be the three deep breaths and also getting outside. You know, working in such, working a eight to four job, Monday through Friday, and then on the weekends doing photography, which lately has been more indoors versus outdoors, means I'm, I'm inside most of my day. And that can be a bit saddening. I thrive the most in the sun, outdoors, in the fresh air. And so it just, 
that does also increase those feelings of stress and anxiety when I can't just get that break in the great outdoors. So I think that's why I really want to challenge myself with that challenge I mentioned earlier where people are in the local area and and I'm pretty sure I've seen others doing this all over. It's it's I don't want to say it's a fad, but a lot of people are exploring the different trails around them. Um, Sacramento has a lot. It's not necessarily directly in Sacramento, though there are a lot of trails. A lot of them are just flat surfaced. So the ones I more want to challenge myself are going to most likely be at least half an hour to 45 minutes away plus, but I'm not so afraid of the travel. In fact, I welcome it. Uh, just because it, it gets me out. It, it gets me away from home. gets me away from the mundane day-to-day that I typically do. I am slightly bummed because my plan was for this Saturday, uh, which is, what day are we right now? Today's the 6th, so it would have been the 7th. <laughs> uh, so the 7th, Saturday, March, I was going to go out, and it turns out it's going to be raining. So... We'll see if I end up going anyway. Maybe I will decide to brave the weather and do it anyway. Um, I'm not sure which trail I want to hit up first. I've actually got a list of 10 of them. So (laughs) we'll see what I do. But that is my goal. So hopefully, fingers crossed, I make it happen. I don't know about you, but... I'm kind of looking forward to the rest of 2020, like how many trails I can get my butt to. If you have any recommendations on trails that you think I should try, I'd love to hear them. Um, You can either message me through social if you've either followed me on Instagram. I have two different pages as of right now, at WanderingSav, and I also have at FindDelicateMedia. You can also follow me on Facebook. My little tag is at a fine delicate media. Unfortunately, the other one was already taken. I want to know who that was, but it is what it is. <laughs> you can also email me a fine delicacy salve at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your recommendations or any trails you've personally already done and what your thoughts were. I want to kind of give them all a try. My hope is since I'm kind of just putting my foot out there, I want to start on some of the more easier beginner ones just to kind of, again, get my foot out there, get a little bit more used to it, and then slowly work myself up. If you are ever in a group setting going on a hiking trail, let me know because I might want to join you, (laughs) get a little bit more experience, and get to know you better. I mean, what's better than that, right? (laughs) So anyway, I will wrap up here, but I really hope that this, this helped, knowing that you're not alone in any stresses or anxiety, and there is help. Um... I'm not going to mention the name of my therapist, but I did find her online. There's a few different websites if you just do a Google search. And um, a few different websites offer therapists online. So if an in-person meeting quite isn't for you, think about it. I really like it. It's very convenient. It's a little expensive, 
but worth it. And you get matched up based on you and your personality and where your emotional levels and mental levels are at, they'll properly match you up with the best therapist um, based on their recommendations. Absolutely an in-person therapist as well. Totally viable. For my schedule, the online therapist just ended up being so much easier and much more convenient. But if your circumstance allows you to do an in-person, I kind of feel like that's the best, but I'm also just going off of what I've been told from others. So no, no specialist here. (laughs) And I do hope that for fellow creatives that are listening, I do hope that this helped so that you know you're not alone. I know it's difficult to try to push yourself out of your full-time daily job into your creative job and and make that your full-time work. Any way I can help, I am all for support. I love the support, so I want to give it back. So I hope in some way that this can help. Whether you are stressed and anxious and need that therapist or just need that support, remember, three deep breaths, take a break, step away, unwind, meditate, listen to some music, watch a movie, read a good book, take a bath, go on a nature trail hike. I mean, do whatever you can do to just remove yourself from the the mundane day-to-day. Don't always just work, work, work. Really, truly sit down and get a rest. It's going to be so important for your mental health, let alone your physical health. And in so doing, it's going to ensure that your creative juices can keep flowing. A big thing that I realized because I was not giving myself a break, I wasn't really being balanced, I put myself into a rut. I put myself into a creative funk and I really created myself a bad circle where I was not giving myself the break that I needed so that I could unwind and come back refreshed make sure you give yourself that break. And hey, if I find a trail and you're willing to join me, I'm looking for buddies. So hit me up and let me know if you're interested. Stay tuned also for the next episode. If anyone has been following me on Instagram or Facebook, I mentioned that my next one will actually be featuring finances. Um, I recently had a great experience, so I wanted to share that, as well as some other tips and tricks that I learned from um, financiers, also those in money management companies, some friends that specifically help in financial support. So really great, some some information I really wanted to share. So I'm really excited to share that. I'm almost done recording that one as well. So stay tuned for that to come up next week. Thank you all so much for listening and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And for those of you that happen to listen, today, Friday, the uh, 6th, it's the 6th, I almost said the (laughs) 7th, have a fantastic weekend. Thanks so much.